Hey, it's Nikki Llewellyn Gregory, and you're on Gut Plus Science, a mentoring platform for people-first leaders of all levels. Here, we talk to exceptional leaders who prioritize culture, get fired up about employee engagement, and are excited to share ideas and tools for bettering employee experience to help others. Thank you for joining us to invest in being a better leader. Now, let's get to it. I am excited to have a friend and content expert join Gut Plus Science to inspire, educate, and walk alongside us to navigate important diversity, equity, and inclusion topics that will help us move people forward. And it's Brian McComick. Brian is passionate about creating human-centered workplace cultures and has over 25 years of experience to share with us. Brian, you go. Hello and happy new year. This is Brian McComick, your DEI commentator on the Gut Plus Science podcast channel. And as always, I am delighted to be with you this month for another conversation about creating diverse, equitable, and inclusive workplaces where everyone feels like they belong and where we can develop a culture that is human-centered and allows all humans to thrive. Because when humans are thriving, they can do their best work. Uh, so as we kick off 2023, I was thinking about what's a topic that we haven't covered yet so far, and what's a conversation that I maybe have on a regular basis that would be helpful to share with all of you. And the conversation that came up for me was getting men into this work, the conversation, the, the rooms where we're talking about how do we create workplaces where everyone feels like they belong. So first of all, as you, you may know, but in case you don't, I am a white cisgender man. So when I get on stage and talking to groups of humans around diversity, equity, and inclusion, oftentimes the first thing I say when I get up on stage is, I'm guessing you're all wondering why the white guy's up here. And uh, usually I see a sea of nodding heads and certainly a number of laughs in the room. And it's, it reinforces that there is a perception that men like me aren't part of this conversation. And what I want to offer is I think everyone can be and should be, and we want everyone to be part of this conversation about creating diverse, equitable, inclusive workplaces. And that includes guys. And I also want to acknowledge that I have privilege as a white cisgender man, so I'm, I, I'm, that's part of this conversation. But as a, as a person who does have privilege and power because of what I look like, I, I think that's, that's even more important that I'm in the room and part of how do we evolve and, and change the systems that hold people that don't look like me back. There's, of course, also reasons why this conversation is important to me as a gay man and a disabled person. Being part of the dialogue to create inclusive workplaces benefits me and is important to me, but also just because I believe all of us should have the opportunity to thrive. I also want to acknowledge that as I've talked to men um, and our clients who are engaged in creating diverse, equitable, and inclusive workplaces, I've heard some different things and I've been asked, how do we get more, more men in the room or how am I part of this conversation? What role do I play? So I thought I would offer the suggestions that I have made on more than a few occasions as um, potential ideas for you out there who's listening, who wants to bring men into the conversation in your room, or if you're a man listening, if you want to get become part of the conversation and be part of the work in a way that you haven't been before, maybe these will be helpful for you. So the first is getting involved with employee resource groups at your company, whether that is as 
an executive sponsor, as a co-chair of the group, or just being a member of the group and offering your support, joining the conversations to learn and to listen, being involved in the employee research groups in whatever way is available to you, depending on how your company has set up those employee resource groups is one really great way to, to get involved and to learn more and to be part of the conversation to create inclusive workplaces. Another is, and I think I have mentioned this idea before, is you can write down on a piece of paper, uh, your circle of trust or your trusted 10, who are the the people that you go to, to get advice and counsel as you're making decisions about your life or about work. And when you write down that list of people, take a moment to look at their identities. Are they all the same gender, the same race or ethnicity? Do they have the same religious beliefs? Are they all able-bodied? Are they all the same sexual orientation? And if you find that that group is homogenous in nature, perhaps start to challenge yourself to engage in conversations with people that are different than you and to get their advice and to get their input on those decisions. That's one way to build those relationships and to start to infuse different ways of thinking, different lived experiences into your decisions. A third approach that I suggest is personal invitation. So what, what I know is when we roll out programs, workshops, training sessions, et cetera, when we roll those out at, at our at various companies that I've worked at internally or been worked with as a client, is that what we find is the people that tend to show up, that sign up and show up into those rooms are often those who are from marginalized communities, individuals who are people of color, women, members of the LGBTQ plus community, those with disabilities. And what we find is those with more privileged identities are less likely to show up or to sign up into those rooms. So first of all, if you're one of those individuals who has a privileged identity and you're not going to those rooms, please go. We want you there. We need you there. And we want you to be part of this work as well. And if you're some, one of the people that is going to those conversations and you know someone, maybe it's a man with a privileged identity um, who's not coming, extend a personal invitation. Because one of the things that I hear from particularly men is they don't necessarily feel like they're invited into those rooms. And so that personal invitation to say, hey, would you like to join me? I'd really like for you to be part of this conversation is one way to to build a bridge and to invite men into that room, which I think is a way to open the door to dialogue and communication and to really be part of the bigger change in process in a small way. And it's the collection of those small steps that, that, you know, is how change happens. So that's the third idea. The fourth is allyship training. Um, one of the things that we offer, and I know that many of the firms that that we aspire to be like and to and admire in the marketplace, they offer allyship training and helping individuals in your company. And by the way, everyone can be an ally for someone else. So allyship training is great for everyone. So learning how we can understand about each other's lived experiences and how we can support each other in the workplace and create environments where everyone is feels they belong and thrive is really the purpose of those allyship training experiences. So offer them and search for them online, reach out to a firm like Hummingbird, bring those conversations into your workplace. And that's another way to get to get men into the conversation. But for again, for all of us to learn how we can be of support to other humans that we get get to work with. 
And the last thing that I wanted to acknowledge is that we're something we're starting to see, and I guess this is the fifth idea, um, so something we're starting to see in corporate environments and workplaces is creating spaces for men to heal. Um, something that many of us know or are aware of is that men from a young age are taught to hide their emotions, to stifle those feelings, and to show up in these macho masculine ideals that society has placed upon them. And what I believe, and I think this is where this work is is starting to emerge in corporate spaces, is that men have have a need to heal so they can bring that softer side, that that personal side, that emotional side, which they all have. And that's part of every one of us as humans. Um, but we haven't always allowed men, and certainly in the United States, to fully embrace their humanity. And so how do we create the opportunity for men to embrace their humanity, to engage with that humanity as leaders, as managers, as colleagues. And when we open those doors, then I think it also opens the doors for the for men to be part of this conversation around creating inclusive workplaces in a different way. And certainly one of the people I would want to make sure I acknowledge here, actually I should mention two, Ray Arada at the Better Man Movement, and then Sean Harvey, whose book titled Warrior Compassion comes out this year, are two of the the thought leaders in this space that I follow and admire and continue to learn from as they're trying to bring men into this conversation. So I hope this message around inviting men into the conversation is helpful for you. It maybe sparks a conversation, sparks some reflection. And, you know, as always, I, I want to acknowledge, I don't believe I have all of the answers. Hopefully some of these ideas are helpful and that you can take them and run with them and use them and, and find the way that these ideas spark something that would be meaningful for you as an individual or for the team you lead, or if you're a senior leader at a company that you can bring these ideas to your organization as a way to contribute to the change in progress at your company to make sure that everyone feels like they belong. So thank you for joining me, for listening, for being part of this conversation. If you like what you heard today, and if you're not already part of the Hummingbird community, I encourage you to visit the Hummingbird Humanity website, and you can sign up for our weekly newsletter where we provide additional tools and resources and tips and information. And you can certainly, of course, always follow me on LinkedIn um, or on Instagram, Brian McCormick on both of those. And Hummingbird Humanity is also on LinkedIn and Instagram. So please join our community. And until next time, Stay safe and be well. We'll see you next month. We just left the world a little bit better. Now, go do something with it.